0: Welcome back to the Trifecta Soft Podcast. I'm your host, E-Rock. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, so you never miss another podcast. Also, do me a favor. Go on to whatever podcast app you listen to us on and give us a rating and review. That really helps us rank in the searches. Thank you so much. Let's get into the podcast. Anyway, you have to bear with me this morning. I'm, uh, I'm still trying to wake up.
1: Oh, no, that's all right. <laughs>
0: I uh, I woke up. I mean, I've been up for a, a few hours. When I first mm-hmm. texted you this morning, it was uh, like 4:30. This you know, in the morning, our time.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And uh, I woke up. Actually, I woke up. I had a leg cramp because uh, the work I was doing yesterday, we were carrying a bunch of drywall up and downstairs. Yeah. And uh, so I woke up. I was like, oh, this <laughs>
1: thing.
0: And then, uh, and then I was kind of awake. So then uh, I was like, well, I started looking on Instagram. And uh, I saw you on there and, and texted yeah. you. So.
1: Here we I are. Think.
0: So, anyway, uh, it's nice to meet you. I'm Eric. Nice
1: to meet you. I'm
0: Bernie. <laughs> Bernie, yeah. And uh, so your nickname's Red Panda, right? Yeah. How did you get that?
1: Um, well, um my hair's red, so that's kind of that. But also my uh boyfriend's favorite animal is a red panda, so it just sort of rolled with it. So yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: cool. Yeah, I was looking at some of your uh highlights on your Instagram. Yeah. And the one uh silliness.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh that you've got some funny videos on there.
1: Oh thank you. I do try. <laughs>
0: I like the one you said, uh, <clears throat> you're, you're going, um, something about the bad thing about airsoft or whatever, or the worst yeah. thing. And you're going through all this list, you know, whatever, you know, bad marshals or whatever. Nope. And, uh, people that don't call their hits basically. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, definitely.
1: <laughs> I think
0: that's a standard across, you know, the board with, uh, yeah. all airsofters like, dude, mm-hmm. call your hits.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I get, like, um, sometimes when it's really cold and people have got a lot of layers on, they might not feel it, but usually you can sort of see it ping back off of you, so.
0: Right. Yeah, and, well, especially the ones that flinch, you know, Mm. when they get hit, and then they don't call it. Like, bro, come on. Yeah. (laughs) Like, we know you got, everyone knows you got hit. Yeah. So, well, uh, appreciate you being on here. It was, uh. It was kind of spur of the moment, obviously. You know, with um, just you know talking just a couple hours ago. Yeah. And uh, I, when you said uh, you had some time today, I was like, because you guys are five hours ahead of us. Yeah. In my time, so uh, I was like, well, I almost didn't say I could do it this morning because I was just uh, so I got home from work yesterday and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was drinking uh, this spiced rum uh, called the Kraken.
1: Oh, I love that stuff. It's really oh, good.
0: That stuff's awesome. So uh, I um, I posted actually a picture of it last night on my personal Instagram, mm. and a bunch of my buddies that I drink with, they were like, oh, hell, here he goes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I woke up this morning, I was like, oh, yeah. no, I'm <laughs> have to drink a bunch of coffee and get ready.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for having me on anyway. So Absolutely. Lucky. I'm, I'm off work today, so perfect timing. Yeah,
0: Yeah, definitely. I, I think it's really cool that uh, you were able to do it today. So, you know, a lot, I don't know a lot of people's, you know, when I just met you, um, you know, on Instagram, just, mm. you know, I guess today just chatted. And uh, I don't really know people's work schedule. I don't know <laughs> anything about them, you know. Yeah. So... And I'm pretty open with, you know, time, you know, whenever we can do this, but uh, I always kind of throw it out there like the weekend better or day, you know, weekdays or whatever. And when you came back, you said you were off today and had some time. I was like, oh, I could do that, I guess. Yeah. You know, just have to wake up. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so I've, I'm on my like third cup of coffee, uh, you know, yeah. get moving but uh so I saw on your Instagram you have a background in zoology is that you work with animals yeah and stuff? um
1: so I work for the um, wildfowl and wetland trust as a bird keeper um and yeah previously what well, I actually started off working with horses um okay. and then um yeah just kind of went off on a tangent and got into birds um so yeah um it's it's an amazing job. It's really rewarding. It can be really hard and obviously working outside all the time. But, um, yeah, I love it. I love going into work every day. So
0: That's cool. Now, how did you get into, uh, like, working with horses and all that?
1: Um So when I went to college, that's what I started off studying was sort of horse management. Um, and then I went on to do a degree in equine science um, and then had a bit of a break and decided actually – I wanted to go into the zoo industry um i went back to do a zoo biology master's degree um and then i did an internship at cotswolds wildlife park working with their large mammals um but they also whilst i was there because a lot of the the bigger animals like the giraffes are quite dangerous to work with um so i couldn't be left sort of unsupervised because i was an intern so they gave me a small aviary of birds to look after as well that I could sort of take on as my own. And that's where it, it sort of started. Um, so yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's kind of cool. So when you're working with, when you started
0: out, you're working with, uh, larger mammals like what? Like horses and what other?
1: Yeah. Um, so we, I was looking after, um, sort of giraffes, tapirs. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So Oh, that's cool. wild. Yeah. Well,
0: what, what's your, uh, what's your favorite?
1: to work with hard question um so at the moment i work with uh ducks geese and swans that's all we have on site but for all different species from across the world and um we've got things from like really tiny ducks right up to dalmatian pelicans which are the largest species in the world um so yeah um i just love birds really (laughs) they're all (laughs) just so unique in their own little ways that they get around and stuff so yeah
0: yeah. I saw one of your pictures on there. Uh, I think that's where I, I found out you, you, you know, worked at a zoo or whatever, or in that field. Which, yeah. Uh, you were holding, I don't know what it was, <laughs> but it a, duck, um, it a, a swan it or something. Swan.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. that was actually one of the babies. So yeah, still quite Holy big. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's that was big.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. I love animals, but I'm not I'm not around them very much. I mean, dogs and stuff, you know, people have pets and stuff, yeah. but, uh, but working with uh, bigger animals. I rode, I think I've ridden a horse twice in my life. And, yeah. Uh, had a good experience, you know, both times. Mm. But uh, I think that's about it. You know, I went mm. to the zoo and stuff, you know, see lions and stuff. Now, I will say, when I was stationed in California, they had, uh, they had an open wildlife kind of like zoo or whatever you know yeah like no no animals were in cages mm. and uh i really love that that was cool yeah. you know i hate seeing the uh in the zoos where they have like this massive lion in this tiny cage
1: yeah like yeah. just
0: when people are walking by you know just to look at it like I, I just i feel bad for the lion. i'm like dude yeah it's like they're in jail
1: yeah i mean obviously in an ideal scenario no animals would be in zoos but unfortunately Um, they kind of have to be because they can't be in the wild. Um, but you know, that's part of my passion is making sure that the animal's welfare is as best as it can be and sort of support their wild counterparts and improving their habitats as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So how long you been doing that now?
1: Um, just over two years in the job that I'm in now, but, um, yeah, I've been around horses since I was about 10 years old, so. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Did uh, your family have animals?
1: No. Um, well, we, we've we always had dogs and cats. Um, but, yeah, I think when I was younger, I just wanted to pick the most expensive hobby growing up. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I started off with horses and ended up with airsoft. So, there we uh, go. Your,
0: par- your parents love that, right? Like, yeah. oh, yeah, okay, we're going to buy you a pony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, Airsoft can be uh, very expensive as well.
1: Mm, definitely. Yeah, I'm, I've i only been playing for four months, so I'm very much an Airsoft baby. But um, yeah, learning very quickly how expensive it can be once you sort of get used to things and then you think, oh, actually, that would be nice to have. And Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I was just talking to uh, somebody a couple of days ago. In fact, I think the uh, podcast just went live last night. And it's a guy here in the uh, States in North Carolina, which is like one state away from us. And, uh, he was saying, uh, kind of the same thing, you know, like when he started out, he had like the crappiest gear and the, you know, whatever, like the cheapest stuff. Mm -hmm. And then once he got there and played, uh, he was like, okay, this stuff is not, gonna work you know like I need (laughs) I need better stuff because I'm getting my ass kicked out here and that's uh that's kind of how I started I was telling him that's how I started with paintball was the same thing I had this cheap you know pump action paintball gun you know like the cheapest thing you could get and the first time I went and played with it uh you know I'm just getting annihilated and I'm like okay this is not gonna work it's Mm -hmm. like all these guys have all this expensive stuff or you know better and uh Mm -hmm. I said nope time to get some new new gear oh. i saw um, you had uh, you had some pictures on there of like training and it looked like in an indoor uh, shooting range is that like yeah. a like a laser target setup or whatever
1: um so um the company is called secure command control um they are in the middle of relocating at the moment so the range is shut down but um yeah so it's actually where my boyfriend took us sort of on one of our first dates that we went on. Um, yeah. That's how we kind of got into Airsoft. Okay. Um, so yeah, went down there um, and it's a really social place. Um, but they have these attack sense targets. I don't know if you've heard of them. Huh. No. Um, so yeah, they're um, just training targets. That It's all electronic and it's on a system where you can sort of log in an app on your phone. Um, and it sort of tracks your reaction time and, and, um, there's different training modes as well. Um, so sometimes it could flush up like red or green targets based off of, um, if it's, uh, friendly or not. Um, and there's different levels as well. So you've got more targets to hit in a certain amount of time and it's measuring your speed and everything. So, uh, yeah, it's really cool. Um, so yeah,
0: that sounds cool. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good, uh, training tool for sure.
1: Mm, yeah
0: especially because you can have that uh, app or whatever to see like your progress and all yeah. the different you know stats that you can you know kind of like help you work on getting better at, at things
1: yeah, so like when I first started down there, um obviously um, so we went down there for one of our first dates and you sort of let me have a play around with the gun I was like, oh I actually quite like this. And we went down a few more times and I got set up on the attack sense system. And I could see myself improving every time I went down there. And so like, I really just got the bug for it and I got really determined. I was like, right, I'm going to get to level 10. I'm going to hit all the <laughs> targets. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, well, that's good. It, Cause it's on the leaderboard as well. So everyone who uses the range and you can get really competitive with each other. So it's really cool. Right. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, that's smart of them to do that for sure, because people want to come back and, and get better. Yeah. You know, move up on the leaderboard. Yeah, that's cool. Now, had you had uh, any experience with guns before that?
1: Um, Not really. Um, I used to work in a country store and there was a gun shop uh, next door, so I shot the work a, a couple of times, but not really not much. But, yeah. um, I've always wanted to try airsoft, so when I had the opportunity, I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So the the first date, your boyfriend's like, uh, so yeah. Instead of going to like dinner and a movie, we're gonna go shoot these uh, laser targets or whatever. Yeah. You're like, okay, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, exactly that. But no, it was great. I've really enjoyed it, and it, it means that we can go out and play together now, which is really fun. And he's been so supportive um, as well. So
0: yeah, that is really cool. I I love seeing, and honestly, like the last. I don't know, a handful of people I've talked to, I talked to, um, uh, a handful of women in, in the UK, uh, yes. over the last, just like two weeks that are, you know, into airsoft and, uh, all of them have their, you know, husbands or boyfriends
1: mm-hmm. that they play with. Yeah. I think
0: that's so cool. You know, you don't see a lot of that. Well, at least we're, you know, where I'm at and, um, you know, it's mostly guys
1: Mm. In fact,
0: I think the last couple of Milsims these guys went to, I don't know if there was any females on either team. And there's like 200, you know, there's like 100 people on each team. Mm. So uh, I love to see that you guys are playing as a couple, you know. Mm. Uh, you know, you get your boyfriends, or you know, you guys all go out together and have fun. You have a hobby that you can do together. It's really cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, it works out great for them, too, because if they were into Airsoft and they get you into Airsoft at least you won't be griping that they're going to play.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know? Yeah. And I just love the um, social side of Airsoft as well. Um, I've made so many friends um, through Instagram as well. Um, So, yeah. We'll be right back.
0: This episode is sponsored by Skirmish, the future of Airsoft gameplay management. Are you ready to take Airsoft to the next level? Skirmish's innovative gameplay solution keeps players and spectators engaged with real-time updates. Capture objectives, detonate targets, medic, and more at Skirmish-enabled fields. Skirmish tracks every action so you don't have to. Review past games action by action and follow your progress in national rankings. Phones are not required. If you want to find out more head to skirmish.net and check out episode 157 of this podcast where I talk with the owner of Skirmish about how it started and how it works. Stay connected, my friends. Yeah, that's a really cool thing about Airsoft is uh, the community. It's, you know, they're, and I say this every time I talk to somebody because it's such a common theme. You're in the UK, I'm in the United States, mm-hmm. anyone I've ever talked to in all these different states and different countries, uh, we have friends in, uh, in Ireland and the Netherlands, you know, that follow our YouTube channel and we follow theirs and uh, it's all the same. Like everyone in Airsoft, no matter which country they're in, is very uh, excited about playing, excited yeah. about new players, you know, getting mm-hmm. into it and kind of really welcoming, you know, it's like a really cool community to be a part of.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Cool. I, I think as well. There's, there's no like one type of person that plays airsoft. I've seen people from, um, you know, all different ages, all different walks of life, and even um, just playing at some of my local sites. I hear so many different accents, like not just from our country as well, but all over the place. So.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm I'm doing a podcast uh, actually tonight when I go home from work with a guy that's local here. But uh, he's an engineer yeah. and kind of like the type you wouldn't think would be, you know, playing airsoft or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, there's, I mean, just all kind of, of course, there's the, you know, the, I guess majority of the group uh, is like typical, like gamers, you know, they're video gamers, yeah. airsofters. And I've seen a lot of cosplay. Yeah. Uh, a lot of co- like people that are airsoft and cosplay and kind of, you know both and they kind of mix it sometimes you know
1: yeah, yeah
0: so what uh what was your last uh big event you guys did
1: um we went to um driver wood for their sort of um new year's event and there was um about 340 people there um oh i think gosh. Chloe mentioned it when you spoke to her um but yeah it was busy
0: <laughs> yeah that is cool
1: yeah, yeah, I mean speaking
0: of that, so you know, you know Alex, and you guys play on the same fields and stuff.
1: No, um, so but I do really want to go up to Dirty Dog, which is where Alex and her circle of friends are, because I chat to them quite a lot on um, social. So uh, I'd really like to go up there, but I'm say it's like a, a seven-hour drive or so for me. So oh, okay. um, it would definitely be a, a holiday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a whole weekend trip
1: yeah definitely
0: so you're uh but you're part of the like the ucal right the uk uh airsoft ladies group
1: yeah yeah um yeah i think there's like 30 odd of us in the group now um and originally i wasn't going to be able to make it to the meetup on the 5th um at halo mill uh because me and my partner were meant to be on holiday um but then i looked at where we wanted to go is only like an hour away from the airsoft site. So I said, well, why don't we start our holiday by going and playing airsoft together? And he's like, yeah, okay then. So. Oh,
0: that's awesome.
1: Yeah. That's we're going to kick it off with that. Um, and it's just such an amazing thing that they've done, Alex, um, and drew to set this up, um, so that we can all meet, um, say we, you know, chat to different people in different circles and just having us all in one place is going to be amazing.
0: Right. Yeah, I'm excited about it because, uh, you know, it seems like it's gaining momentum. And yeah. uh, I, like I said, I you know, most guys that play airsoft would love to have more females, you know, out there on the field too yeah. get involved, you know. And uh, when I saw uh, Alex talking about it on her Instagram, you know, we talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. And uh, so I think <clears throat> you said Drew, is that, um, is that uh, GSG?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, okay. I just texted her this morning after I was texting you. Yeah. And, uh, I said, I'd love to have you on a podcast. Cause I think yesterday she posted something on her Instagram about like questions or something or yeah something you could type a response in.
1: Yeah.
0: And, uh, my response, <coughs> excuse me, was, uh, you know, something about having you on the podcast or something like that. Yeah. And she said, okay, cool. You know, I was like, all right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Hopefully as well. It means that, um, new players um or women who want to get in, or interested in airsoft and want to have a go are going to see that actually there is a big group of us that go um and no matter where you are in the country there is going to be someone that you're going to be able to play with to get started so um right. hopefully it will just snowball from there and we'll get more and more people involved so
0: yeah for sure yeah that's uh that's kind of cool because well like you said you're you know hours away from Where they're playing yeah because this group started online you know the like the instagram thing whatever that y'all can just form groups where you're at yeah you're at you know and still be part of that team
1: yeah Yeah, that's good and as well um with that group there's been a few people that popped in and said oh i'm from from hampshire which is where i'm from and i didn't realize that they were there and i'm like oh cool we can meet up so (laughs)
0: Yeah, that is, a, that is such a cool thing about uh, the social media stuff where, you know, you start meeting people like that. You're like, holy cow, like I've played at the same field. We probably shot each other and yeah. didn't even know, you know, <laughs> and then you meet on Instagram like, okay, and now, you know, and you make friends that way too. Yeah. So you and your boyfriend started playing. Well, he was already playing, I'm sure, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. He's been playing for a good couple of years, so. Okay. Yeah
0: you just joined up with them.
1: Yeah, um, and say everyone, the, the shooting range that we used to go down um is really, like, it was such a social club for everybody as well. So um, yeah. they just sort of took me under their wings and uh, one of the other guys' a girlfriend, and we've become really close as well because we went to our first game together. Um, So we sort of stick together um, when we do play. Um, So being able to experience that together as well has been really good because
0: we've been in yeah. sort of the same boat so yeah that's nice yeah the uh when uh, alex and i were talking she said you know when she first went with her husband uh she was like the only girl in the field
1: mm-hmm.
0: and she was like ah, eh, it was all right you know it was fine i didn't i didn't mind you know they're a really cool community and everything yeah. you know we had a lot of fun but since she started going you know like other females started joining and yeah or she saw you know start seeing a lot more at the uh at that field and i think you know i mean that's with anyone whenever you go somewhere for the first time you don't want to be the only one like mm-hmm. you know the outsider yeah <laughs> and, uh, you know no matter what you know no matter what it is and uh so i think you know you guys having this group that you're starting is gonna i think it's gonna take off i think it's gonna be a really cool thing yeah. for you guys yeah. so yeah that'll be interesting to see i That uh, event isn't until what the summertime, right?
1: Yeah, it's in June, so beginning of June. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've got loads of time to spread the the word around even more. Um, yeah, it's uh, hopefully it'll be the first of many.
0: Now, are you uh, are you gonna gear up before that? Are you are you changing any of your stuff out or anything you want to get before you go to that event and new guns or anything? Uh
1: Um. I'm pretty happy with what I've got at the moment. Let's um, say, because I'm quite new to the sport, I'm still, like, getting used to to things. Um, but, yeah, she's uh, the girls are getting uh, T-shirts and stuff done with the logos and everything, so I'll probably get that. Um, but, yeah, the setup that I've got at the moment, I'm really comfortable in, so it's good.
0: And what are, you, what are you running as your primary right now?
1: Um, I've got an um, Arthurian Airsoft. Uh, Excalibur Mark 18 uh, which I got for Christmas <laughs> <laughs> nice. yeah but so, yeah um, it was my one of my boyfriend's guns um, and he gave me it for Christmas and got me my own gun box so yeah nice. that was a fun fun Christmas present.
0: <laughs> I think I saw that post on your uh, Instagram you said yeah. you know Santa something you know gave yeah. this or whatever
1: yeah, yeah. that's
0: cool.
1: <laughs> you yeah. have a funny one to explain to family though <laughs> oh yeah yeah (laughs) what's that um it's a gun (laughs) yeah
0: they're like oh no she's going crazy what is she doing yeah (laughs) you said you had uh sisters
1: yeah i've got two older sisters okay yeah
0: oh you're the baby
1: i am the baby yeah (laughs) oh jesus
0: yeah
1: (laughs) i'm the last one still at home as well so my mom like doesn't want me to move out (laughs) (laughs)
0: oh i know well my wife and i you know we have five kids and uh they're grown so my youngest one is uh 20 yeah or 21 she's gonna kill me if she watches this because you know i always forget her (laughs) you know she's 20 or 21 but anyway um she's 21 okay Mm -hmm. but uh yeah so when she moved out you know my wife i think my wife cried for like two weeks yeah she was like the last one to leave the house was like Oh, all my kids are gone.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) I said, well, they're not gone. They're just, they're grown up, you know, like it's, it's going to be fine. Like we still, they're, they're local. You know, most of our kids are local here. Yeah. And, uh, now we have one daughter, my oldest daughter lives in another state about, uh, it's like 30 hour drive. It's like 2000 miles away. Yeah. All the way on the other side of, uh, you know, the United States. Mm -hmm. But, um, she and her husband, uh, he got a job out there working at a uh, at an airport as an mm-hmm. air traffic controller so uh, they moved out there and uh so we've been out there we flew out there probably about four times now yeah you know to see him but uh but all the other kids are are here you know around town yeah. so it's nice we uh, we get to see him all the time we have cookouts and parties here you know so yeah but during the work week you know my mom or my wife is like I, I don't know what to do I don't have any kids to you know take care of him. yeah <laughs> oh yeah so she could definitely understand your mom not yeah. wanting you to leave yet you know
1: yeah yeah
0: now are your are your uh, older sisters are they still kind of local
1: yeah, um, literally like five ten minute drive from our house. Um, but where I work and where my boyfriend lives is an hour away. So uh, yeah, when I eventually do move, I'll be moving that way. Um, but yeah, in the grand scheme of things, an hour's not that long. No, I think it's not bad for I think because we live in such a small country, we take it for granted. Like we could literally get from one end of our country to the other in like nine hours um which i really? remember speaking to yeah yeah uh, okay
0: yeah I'm. Like I, my okay i don't know my geology or, or no uh geography yeah that's it see i don't even know the word okay
1: <laughs> um I yeah. remember speaking to someone from australia and i said oh how far away uh, is australia zoo from your house and they're like oh not far about six hours and i was like six hours holy like, cow
0: oh geez oh yeah well the town my wife and i grew up in is uh around cleveland ohio and uh it was you know fairly i guess middle sized it was kind of small so uh when i got stationed in california and she came out there we got married when i was still in the military and uh, she came out there and she wasn't used to driving like these long distances to like work and all this stuff. And a lot of people commute like hour, hour and a half is Mm -hmm. like no big deal to drive for work, you know, and they do that every morning and every night after work. So, uh, she's like, Oh my God, I have to drive this far Mm -hmm. to get to, you know, to whatever. Now I, we lived, um, really like 20 minutes from camp Pendleton where I was stationed. Mm -hmm. But, uh, But her work, the job she got was like an hour and 20 minute drive. Yeah. And when she first started, uh, when she first started there, she was like a nervous wreck because, uh, the freeways, you know, the highways out there, I mean, it's just so much traffic. Yeah. And everyone was going like 90 miles an hour. Yeah. So she would get back from work and just be like, I cannot do this every morning. Yeah. (laughs) Cause she weren't used to that, that all that traffic and, you know, just mm. speeding in and out of her everywhere. She was like, this is no, I need to get something closer. So mm. we ended up, uh, she ended up getting a job that was like five minute drive. Oh, so, that's, that's <laughs> <laughs> she's like, this is way better. I yeah. don't have to like, you know, de-stress after the drive.
1: Yeah.
0: Now do you work uh, close to your home?
1: Um, it's about an hour drive um so yeah it's not that bad um i'm i'm used to it um everyone i work with lives locally and they're like oh i don't understand how you do it and it's like it's just i'm just used to it <laughs>
0: yeah yeah that's not it's not terrible like most of my jobs i've had are, are always like a you know 30 minute to 45 minute drive and uh you know you get yeah you get used to it it's not it's not too bad yeah you know, I, yeah the the uh two and three hour drives that people make I'm like, bro, huh?
1: No, that's a bit.
0: <laughs> like, good <laughs> lord. Yeah. So you're, uh, you guys are going to the big event in June. Do you have any other events coming up that you're gonna do before that? Do you guys do like one day events or anything? Or,
1: um, yeah, we tend to go to skirmishes um, most weekends. Or, well, I work every other weekend, so I go okay. every other weekend. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um yeah skirmishing really but uh yeah i definitely want to sort of travel around and go to a few more um different airsoft sites uh and again we've got a a group chat and we'll just put in there like we're going here on this day does anyone come and uh yeah so just working our way around really
0: yeah that's good yeah that's the other good thing about the uh like getting in those groups or whatever the group chat stuff or this you know on instagram or whatever when you start announcing, Hey, I'm, I'm going here, we're going to go play here. Or there's an event there. A lot of these people, you know, you get more people that show up. Yeah. That's that's always a good thing. Cause you don't want like, you know, you show up to an event or a one day skirmish and there's like 20 people, you know,
1: yeah.
0: it's like, bro, it kind of, you know, cause it can get really slow if there's not yeah. enough, you know, targets to shoot at. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh yeah.
1: No, it's like I'd you're always
0: just spending your time walking back to Spawn.
1: Yeah, I think because we're playing at um, Driver Wood on Sunday, which is where we went when there was 340 people. And that was um the first time that I'd been to that location. So uh I'll be interested to see how the gameplay differs with smaller numbers because it was a bit um chaotic. Um Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I think our team... Uh, we we were supposed to be defending uh, like 15 different objectives, there were so many of us, um, but we all just got a bit trigger-happy and just pushed, and then we just missed <laughs> all the objectives. Oh. So, like, You've got nothing, you need to go back, and we we're like, oh, all right then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, give them a chance to spawn, you know, yeah. respawn. <laughs> Y'all yeah. were like spawn camping in, in Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> So speaking of Call of Duty, you guys uh you and your boyfriend ever play uh, video games at all together?
1: Um not a lot, no. Um I used to play video games a lot, but yeah, uh not so much anymore. Yeah. But you always get like I've seen this one game that is like um you're two little birds and you work in a post office. It sounds crazy, but it looks really fun. <laughs>
0: but you <laughs> like birds, so I like
1: birds, yeah. Um but I find there aren't so many games that you can play there's lots that you can play sort of online multiplayer but not so much that you can play when you're actually like sat next to each other. um but yeah oh he's also got an oculus quest as well which is really fun the vr headset um so that's yeah yeah
0: Yeah, those are cool yeah one of my sons has has one of those and uh he said oh you got to try this out so i put it on i about fell over i was like (laughs) yeah Oh
1: <laughs> yeah i said hold
0: I'm, on let me hold on to something
1: <laughs> yeah i'm i'm scared of heights and my boyfriend made me do this um paragliding thing and i had to sit on the floor because i was so dizzy oh i was like no oh. i need to get on the ground
0: oh i would definitely fall over with that yeah yeah i love that stuff but it's uh yeah it's such a weird feeling when you first you know until you get used to it yeah i think uh i can't remember what game it was he um you know, he had it hooked up on his computer
1: mm-hmm. and
0: I could see when he put it on, I could see what he saw.
1: Yeah.
0: It was such a cool thing. And he has, you know, the hand things, whatever. He was like picking up stuff and doing this mm-hmm. stuff with the game. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It is fun. So you guys are going to the event. Um, you're working with animals. You're mm-hmm. busy. Yeah. And, uh, your mom said, don't move out. Cause I'm going to yeah. be crying. Yeah,
1: basically.
0: <laughs> and your boyfriend's taking you to shooting ranges. And yeah. your sisters are like, What is this girl doing? Yeah. Have you ever asked your sisters to to go play?
1: No, um, I don't really think it's uh their scene to be honest. Um <laughs> they're a bit older than me, but um yeah, I definitely I couldn't imagine either of my sisters playing.
0: Yeah. That. <laughs> what uh What gun does your uh, boyfriend use? What's his favorite?
1: Um, He has a a GBLS dynamic action system, um, which is what I actually learned to shoot with. And I think that's why he um, gave me a gun for Christmas, because he wanted it back, basically.
0: (laughs) 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 That's funny.
1: It's, it's a really cool gun. So, um, it's very expensive though. I would like one eventually, but yeah.
0: Well, listen, it's been, uh, it's been really fun. I know, um, we just met. Yeah. But I, I've, I've really had a good time, uh, doing these podcasts with people, uh, you know, getting to know them. Like, I feel like I I love meeting new people,
1: Mm. obviously,
0: or else I wouldn't be doing this. Yeah. uh, I, uh, I think it's such a cool thing that, you know, we are, we're able to just chat on online. And then yeah. a couple hours later, here we are talking.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh, you know, I have a, a really good time, but I, you know, I appreciate you being on here, uh, being flexible to, you know, to come on and, uh, and chat with me. So.
1: Yeah, it was lovely to meet you and thank you so much for getting me on here. Oh, it's really
0: yeah, good. Of course. Well, thank you so much. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon.
1: Thank you. Take care.
0: All right. Bye-bye.